0: Welcome to Sisterhood Rising. We are your hosts, Cheyenne and Sav, and we welcome you into our circle, where we share our real and raw experiences with all things womanhood. We believe
1: healing happens when women gather, sharing and supporting each other through all of life's moments.
0: Here, we will share everything from the mundane to the magical. So let's dive in, sister. Let's do this.
1: Mm-mm. Hello. <laughs> oh, shit. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> It just came out. I got I have like the nervous cough. <laughs> That's like before I go into a store, I have to cough now. <laughs>
0: are you good? Yeah, I'm so good. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Sisterhood Rising podcast. We are your hosts, Cheyenne. And Sav. And this week we had a listener message us with a question about making friends, um, particu- particularly when you're an adult and the dynamic of children comes into the mix. Um, so making friends, keeping friends, friendship. And while I do not feel proficient enough to be talking about this, <laughs> we're going to talk about it. Um, all right. So to start us off, I have a question. Um Savannah, in your experience, do you think, which do you think is more difficult? Friendships or romantic relationships?
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I would say friendships. Right? I if okay. I look back in my life, I feel like the friendships that I made and lost or whatever or that didn't transition with me into the next phase of my life. Like, No offense, but like hit me more than like a love relationship that I may have lost, you know?
0: Yes, I agree. Uh. (laughs) I've I've been pondering this this week and I have a whole theory about it. (laughs) So, all right, stick with me because this is going to be a rant. But (laughs) so overall, I think that friendships are harder. Now, once you're able to establish that friendship in a romantic relationship, Mm. it takes your romantic relationship to a whole other level. Yeah, And the reason that I think friendships are harder is because, number one, there's less security. And number two, there's more intimacy. And this is a complete generalization. So don't come at me. (laughs) (laughs) She is not a trained professional. Okay. These are just wild ass assumptions. (laughs) Um okay so if you think historically marriages were more transactional like they were a means of survival and resource and reproduction they weren't necessarily about intimacy or friendship or love even and if you think about today's hookup culture it's it's fairly easy to find a hookup or a fling rather than a quality friendship because if you think about when you're you're flipping through dating platform tinder whatever You're swiping through and it's all very surface or like appearance based. You think they're cute, Mm -hmm. you give them a shot. And then eventually farther down the line, you get to know who they are as a person. Whereas with friendships, you're not necessarily judging them based on what they look like. It's a deeper level of connection to ignite it from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so it's harder to cultivate or find a quality friendship. And alongside that, oh. when you're in a relationship with someone, there's usually more security because you've committed to that person in some way. Maybe mm-hmm. your finances are merged, you have a house, you have kids, whatever the situation. There's more security there typically than in a friendship. Like your friends are more likely to walk away than your husband, possibly. probably, <laughs> <Hopefully>. <laughs> And so because of this, we tend to be more on edge about our friendships because we don't want to upset them, disappoint them, you don't want to step on their toes, you don't want to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing or feel like they don't like you. And so, like generally speaking, I'm more likely to say something mean to my husband than I am to my friends because it's a different there's there it's just a completely different dynamic. Yeah. And because of this, there's more ego involved. And because like because you're living out a out of a place of what they think of you. And when there's more ego, there's less consciousness. So you're living Mm -hmm. from a place of fear in the relationship or living to please the other person in the relationship, which may result in us not feeling like we're able to freely be ourselves. And then your friendship isn't built foundationally sound. Mm -hmm. And then it goes even farther because once you're an adult and you have so many other responsibilities, you don't. You almost don't have time for the intimacy required of a quality friendship. And yeah. like you and I just struggled with this recently because we were able to visit and hang out with each other, but we're so busy taking care of our kids and it's then exhausted. Invest, yeah. Yeah. And then we're both exhausted at the end of the day, mostly me, and <laughs> you want to go to sleep. So you're not able to invest in the things that you would usually do mm-hmm. together. And so you're missing out on that aspect of what makes a friendship so unique because it's so intimate hmm. And so as an adult, it's harder to make friends because you're not able to give to it what you need to give to it. Or maybe one person is investing in the other, like more than the other. One person has kids. One person doesn't. One's mm-hmm. more career driven, whatever the situation. And it's just it's so hard to maintain friendships especially as an adult and <laughs> made even more harder right now because we're living in a pandemic where we can't go out we can't be with our friends we uh-huh. don't have opportunities to make new friends <sighs> okay so that is my very long introductory Ever. rant to this conversation <laughs> that I think friendships are really freaking hard <laughs> yeah that is interesting I like what you said that like
1: Because as I think of it more, I'm like, well, like some relationships, but I think you're right. I think if if the relationship is based off of a friendship, then it's difficult. And I think, yeah, generally, I would say definitely friendships are a lot harder than relationships because of that commitment. Mm
0: -hmm. Like in in a
1: relationship, like you're, you know,
0: yeah, there's more, there's more more ties. Yeah. And And you've got more to lose. Exactly. With a friend. Yeah. And, like, you go
1: into a relationship being, like, you know, wanting that commitment. Whereas, like, a friendship, you know, you're just getting to know someone. Like, it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, mean as much almost in the beginning, right? Yeah, that's interesting. I never would have thought of that way. But yeah, that's uh, all uh, to say that friendships are hard. So hard. <laughs> and so we're going to talk about them. <laughs> uh.
0: Should we talk about, like tips on how to make friends? Like, where do you start? Where do I start? Okay. Um,
1: I don't know. I feel like the advice that I would give in this situation is just always be putting yourself out there. Mm. Um, I, I was struggling for a while there at the beginning of, like, the pandemic. We had just moved. I just had Rhett. And I'm like, I literally have no opportunity to make any friends, like, zero. Because You know, with the other two, I was able to go like mom groups, and like you're kind of forced to make friends. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Like with that, I I was just like at home, and like when then with the pandemic, I'm like I don't know what to do. And then it was like it came to the point where (laughs) I think it was Chris was he said to me, he's like, "But are you trying to make friends?" And I'm like, "No, what are you (laughs) talking about?" Um, and I was like, "Okay, that's fair. Like I have to. You actually have to like." mentally spiritually emotionally be open to making new friends and putting yourself Mm -hmm. in situations like for me specifically you know when we were going to the park instead of sitting by myself you know maybe stand by some of the other parents you know or like you know just kind of opening yourself up a little bit in different situations throughout your day um, Mm -hmm. to be able to make those friends I think that that mental shift is like a good start because you may not realize it but you're like subconsciously like
0: not open to friends sometimes yeah (laughs) Yeah. no definitely (laughs) um and if if you're a mom did you ever try the peanut app (laughs) no I didn't (laughs) I think you were telling me about that weren't you yeah so I I joined it partway through the pandemic because same situation I had just had a baby couldn't attend any mom groups nothing like that so lonely um so peanut is like a (laughs) like a tinder app for moms to try and make friends (laughs) and so you can literally like swipe through mom profiles um and i mean it's a good way like that or facebook groups are like a really good way to like just try to involve yourself in a different community or try to like find those opportunities Mm -hmm. um I think that's really interesting that that's an approach I would have never had Facebook
1: groups, Um, because Mm -hmm. if you follow like the same thing or like it's like a local community group or like, you know, cactus moms group or something, at least you have a basis to like start a friendship off of. Right. Like something to talk about a common interest. That's Mm -hmm. a good, a good idea. But like, what about people who like don't have kids? And like, I, I find at least if I didn't have kids, I would have less to talk about to people. You know, like I have a harder time finding those commonalities with people around me because my kids are automatically an icebreaker, Mm -hmm. you know, so like what (laughs) would be a tip that you would give some like if you were single, like not married, had no children kind of thing, like what would be kind of your approach?
0: I think my, my number one tip would be to find whatever your hobby is, find Mm. a group of people who do the same thing. So if you are athletic, you're sporty, join an intramural club or Mm -hmm. like an intramural league. Um, I had so much fun the times that we've played intramural volleyball. Like, yeah, it's just such a good way to like be friendly and open and just like, it's usually non-competitive and like, it's just a (laughs) lighthearted you know environment um yeah. if you're a reader join a book club like i i think the biggest advice you could give anybody is like you have to put yourself out there you have to be vulnerable you have to take a step towards that mm-hmm. and so you know maybe there's someone on like instagram who you've been following and you love the person that they present or whatever like mm-hmm. comment on their instagram send them a dm like answer their their uh, Instagram story questions and stuff like engage in conversation, engage Mm -hmm. in some kind of interaction. Cause it's not usually, it's not just going to come to you.
1: Yeah. I think that's interesting. I, I feel like growing up, you know, we're in school, we have our little communities through like sports or whatever activities it is we do growing up. And then all of a sudden as an adult, it's like, you don't have those structures anymore and you don't have an immediate way to make friends. So I feel like Mm -hmm. if you are feeling like you can't make friends or you don't know how to, like you are not alone in this because I feel like (laughs) every single person feels the same way, which honestly Mm -hmm. could be your icebreaker. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) You'd be like, hey, I don't have any friends. Do you like, do you want (laughs) to hang out? (laughs)
0: and i think like be realistic about your expectations too like mm-hmm. there there ta- it takes time to develop a intimate deep friendship mm-hmm. and so it's not always that might be what you're searching for and you might find someone who you're hanging out with and it's fun and whatever and you just haven't reached that level of like intimacy or connection I think we've talked about this before, like one of you has to take the first step and establish that new level to the friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, just, I mean, if it's not what you want in the beginning, like stick it, stick with it, you know, like Mm -hmm. get to know each other better. And I think it it comes with time. And be willing to like
1: invest because Mm -hmm. I think that's the other thing, like people want close friends or whatever, but they're not actually willing to invest like the time and effort and stuff into that all the time so mm-hmm. if you want it you need to invest your time yeah like i gotta a- get it yeah. you gotta work it's like a mini relationship you know like you've got to invest your time your space your energy all the things because it doesn't mm-hmm. just well not for everyone it doesn't just like pop out of nowhere especially when yeah. you're an adult and you have other
0: stuff going on mm-hmm. um what about managing friendship so you you have friends how do you maintain that friendship any any specific tips there so I find this
1: a very hard question to answer because <laughs> I'm coming from the framework of being a mom and having mom mm-hmm. friends. So like, if I don't talk to my mom friends, like they're fine, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> and then like, I'll talk to them in a week and we'll be fine. Yeah. I feel like that lens is different if you're not in that same time frame of life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be wrong. What do you think?
0: No, I agree with that. Um, I think it's just all about communication. That's really all it can come down to mm-hmm. is like, you know if you're one of the things i think that i've learned the most throughout our friendship is like you have to communicate mm-hmm. as much as i think you can read my mind and sometimes you can <laughs> like i also have to be clear about how i'm feeling and like what my expectations are in our friendship and so like if you if you miss your friend message them be like yo you good what's up like <laughs> <I'm> surviving right <laughs> Um, and I think usually friend, I feel like friendships happen naturally when you have things in common that you're, Mm -hmm. that you can like gel over. And so if you're feeling like in a lull or you've like just made a new friend or something, like try to... Like, try something new together. Like, start mm-hmm. a. I was thinking about this because I was like, how do you and I maintain our friendship right now? And a lot of the time, it's us talking about like our hobby, which right now is like spirituality, really. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, start a hobby or a book together or something that you can do separately, but that you can talk about and like leave each other voice notes as you go mm-hmm. and just kind of like have that thing that you can constantly like come back together in. Hmm. yeah I think it's also about like
1: investing some like personal connection because I feel like nowadays it's easy to be very quick and impersonal in a lot of transactions with people um, mm-hmm. so especially if it's a new friendship like making sure that you're intentional about your reach out and like you know, you're being personal once in a while. Like, I love voice notes. I know people don't like it. We already did this on Instagram, but like,
0: <laughs> I love
1: voice notes because then I can hear people's tone and I can hear their excitement or their sadness. Or I can, you know, I just I feel like I'm actually having a conversation with them. So like something mm-hmm. like that, or like I don't know, actually call them on the phone or right. You know, like <laughs> not that people will answer you, but <laughs> but just like something, you know, and and. Picking whatever that hobby is or whatever, like making it personal to them. Hey, I saw this and I thought you'd be interested or things like that, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Yeah. Not forgetting the personal connection because it's very easy to not do that nowadays.
0: Yeah. Um, And then I think too, it's like a process of shedding skin friendships Mm -hmm. like you have to understand that growth happens and sometimes it is together and sometimes it's apart and um you have to be okay with both (laughs) yeah yeah because not I I remember being in like elementary school and thinking like I'm never not going to have these friends you know Mm -hmm. like this is it, it feels so just that's what your reality of life is and as you kind of grow up and it just you naturally kind of grow apart sometimes it's you have to i think sometimes mourn that friendship but be so grateful for what they contributed to your mm-hmm. life and like yeah i don't know
1: i think about that all the time um the seasons of friendship, I guess, mm-hmm. that you can have in your life. Um, because in preparing for this podcast, I honestly, like to this day, I still grieve some of my high school friendships um, that I lost. Like, I don't have mm-hmm. any friends from high school, um, whether it be like, I don't know, situations that happened, or I made decisions in our life to just like I don't know, grew apart or whatever, but I have a few friends from high school that I absolutely grieve to this day. And whenever they come up, it's like a sore spot for me. It's like, you know, but it's like I am so thankful for their space that they took in my life and, and the things that I learned from them and the places that they pushed me to go and the situations and stuff, all the memories that we experienced together. Um, like I absolutely do not regret those friendships, but they just didn't grow past where we were at the time Mm -hmm. and they you know they weren't forever like I thought that they would be um but I think that that's okay and it took me a really long time to like come to terms with that being okay I really beat myself about it for a while because I was like Mm -hmm. I can't keep these friends like clearly I'm not good at making friends you know and then it like took until the university and making other friends and being like okay like it's just a different stage, you know, just because yeah. you lost those friends or, you know, you lost those connections from university or wherever they were from. It doesn't mean that you're bad at making friends or that you're like not a good friend or whatever. It's okay. They're just for that stage of life. And there's always going to be a new influx of people because we are meant to come here and touch a lot of people's lives and interact with a lot of people. And some people stay and some people don't. And you may think that they're staying, but you have it completely wrong and they're going to leave and that's okay. Um, but that took me a really long time to realize that, that, that fluctuation and that like people staying in your life for seasons, isn't your fault. You know, it's just what's meant to be and it's okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. It's just like a natural, normal part of like your cycle of growth Mm -hmm. and like, some people take some longer, and like it's just <laughs> it's still beautiful to like watch other people's lives unfold,
1: and you're like, wow, like look at all the things that you know we dreamed of when you, we were mm. younger, and it's happening for you, and that's awesome. Um, but yeah, sometimes you're just not meant to be a part of the story, and that's just gotta be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let that prevent you from meeting other friends, <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay? Um, <laughs> So one thing that my guides told me this week is that no relationship will be perfect. And just because it's not perfect doesn't mean it's bad. Because every friendship and every relationship is an opportunity for growth and for healing. And every person in your life is going to be a mirror of you. And so when things go wrong or you feel a little bit of turbulence in a friendship, you have to be able to like transmute it. And so you have to like zoom out your perspective and analyze like, what do I need to learn? Like, how am I reflecting my shadows here? Because like, I think it's a, I think a really important thing to do in any situation, like whether you're in a friendship a relationship whatever, just even friendship, relationship with yourself, is to figure out what your boundaries are and write them down. And a good way to figure out what your boundaries are is like, fig- think of what makes you angry, what is required to make you feel good, and what is what feels dangerous for you. And after you've made your list, really evaluate them and make sure that they're in your best interest cuz like if you're ba- if your boundaries that you don't ever want your friends to hurt your feelings like is that a really good boundary because then you're never able to grow you're never able to transmute conflict and sometimes we have to look at it like it's not it might not be our friends fault it might be our fault that our feelings are hurt mm-hmm. and i think it's just a really good thing to do generally in life and this like the list can include things that make you feel good things that make you feel bad That you won't allow other people to do to you or to make you feel. And because I was just talking with someone about this. If you don't have a strong identity of who you are, then you're going to be pushed around, I think. And so if you're being either taken advantage of in a friendship or like you maybe you're the one that's always giving and the other person's always taking or, you know, you're struggling in a friendship that doesn't feel healthy or something like that. You have to define what your box is. And they're welcome to join you in that box. But like, if they're going to push into places they're not supposed to be, then like you have to evaluate that friendship. and. I don't know. Is this making sense or more? It is I just making rambling? sense.
1: <laughs> it, it almost like it's a part of making friends as an adult that I didn't think about. Like mm. you know, when you make friends when you're younger, it's literally like whoever's beside you, you're like yeah. staying pain. you're like <laughs> making friends and like hoping that they like stay in play. Whereas like yeah. as an adult, like you're right, like you can like. <laughs> think about what you want as a friend and like you know think about what you're willing to accept what you're not willing to accept wow like I didn't even think
0: about it. it's a relationship like think about your partner like we're comparing this to romantic relationships and saying that it's even harder so if you don't have any kind of like outline of what you expect from Mm -hmm. a friendship or what you're able to give you're gonna end up investing too much or being taken advantage of being pushed around like you know And so in order to have, and then there's resentments or anger or whatever. So in order to have a healthy relationship, you have to have healthy expectations and healthy boundaries. Yeah, I think that's good. Having the boundaries
1: of what you're willing to give other people is important because not everyone will be as self-aware as perhaps you are. And Mm -hmm. um, it's very easy to be the one who keeps giving and giving and giving and having them just like take everything. Um, and then you're like in this massive hole and you're like, oh, I didn't realize that I dug my way down here.
0: Where's the exit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, and one thing that can help you when you are assessing your boundaries or you're assessing your friend group or assessing making friends and trying to get the most out of it and all of that. One thing that can help you is astrology. <laughs> <laughs> astrology with shy. <giants. laughs> um so when you're looking but like don't go
1: reading all your friends charts okay no 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 no. <laughs> don't do that
0: look at what i want you to do is look at your own needle chart your own yeah birth chart. there we go and um specifically if you're looking at your birth chart you want to look at the 11th house that is what governs um friendship it it's also ruled by the zodiac aquarius which is all about humanitarianism, equality, friends. And so depending on what planets you have in there, what relationship they are to each other is going to indicate how you are as a friend, like what you're willing to or how you might present in your friend group and what kind of like um, problems or like opposing things will come up in your friendship. And if you're looking up your chart, I already have all of the notes for you. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, yours is better than mine. Let me just say that I I feel like we could have um... surprise. <laughs> all right, so you're looking at the eleventh house in your birth chart, and you want to look at the zodiac sign at the top. Because that's going to give you an indication of the flavor of type of friend you are. (laughs) Um, So I have Savannah's and mine pulled up here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna divulge a little bit. Um, So I was not prepared
1: for this. (laughs) (laughs) Yours is all good. good. Okay, good. Yours is good.
0: Yeah. Mine. I mean. Yeah, we'll get to mine. (laughs) Okay, so. Um, my 11th house is ruled or is in the sign of Taurus, which is about stability, longevity, um, a little stubborn, a little bougie. Um, they are, okay, just like, and then Savannah's is Libra and both are ruled by the planet Venus, which is love but they are different aspects of love. So where Libra likes to give and Taurus likes to receive. (laughs) And Libra sees multiple perspectives and wants to keep the peace and will do what is necessary to do so. Whereas Taurus is stubborn and when they feel provoked, that's when the bull comes out. (laughs) So you're getting, you're getting an idea of how Savannah and I kind of function in friendships. (laughs) Hello. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right. So let's do mine first because it's um, it's a journey. It's a (laughs) (laughs) doozy. Um, I have okay. So I have a few planets in my eleventh house, um, which are the ones that would indicate that I have some growth to do in friendships. Mm -hmm. Um. So I have Mars in the 11th house and Mars is all of the like traditional masculine aspects. So very aggressive, very confrontational, very, um, very, very active, very driven, just all of kind of the more negative aspects of masculinity. Um, And my Mars is square to Chiron and it's also in a sextile. The sextile is nice because it's in a in a sextile with my ascendant, which means that my Leo rising helps me in this area to make friends because I will come across as more outgoing or bold um like with a bit of a flare of individuality. And so that kind of like helps me. It's my, what's the, what's the thing? What's the, um, liquid confidence. That's my, my Leo rising in friendships. Um, and then, so my Mars, which is in the 11th house is squared to Venus, which means that I'm a flirt and charismatic, but sometimes that can be it can it can lead to the side of becoming vain and really concerned with how others view me, which is is yes is yes contr- that's true. <laughs> um, and then my Mars is also square to Saturn, which means that I'm very self reliant and I like to be in control. Also true. And all of <laughs> all of these planets are in a T square, which um, immutable signs. So that means that I can be very adaptable and kind of a chameleon to different situations. Like if I need, like I can blend in with different friendship groups fairly easily. Um, but it also means that I have a desire to please, and that can make me seem inconsistent because I'm bending so much to like try and please people instead of being, instead of sticking to my boundaries right? That we talked about earlier. I'm trying to just make people happy instead of actually doing what I, what might be correct in the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's mine. It's, um, yeah, it's that's, art. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd say most of that is fairly accurate. I don't necessarily think that you're like aggressive in friendships necessarily, but I mean, no,
0: but If you were provoked, maybe. (laughs) Yes, when provoked, that's when the mole comes out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The mole. And then savannah has a much more. (laughs) (laughs) We've been gentle. Any
1: situations where I've had to tell you to fix your face, (laughs) everybody can see your face. I can't hide my reactions. (laughs) Stop
0: doing that. (laughs) We'll talk about it later. Um. Okay, so Savannah, her 11th house is in the sign of Virgo, which means that she, or no, in, what did I say? Libra. Libra. Um. So it's all about love, giving you like to love on people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you also have your Venus in the 11th house, which is the planet of love. And your moon, which is your emotions, um, like emotional reactions, feelings, thoughts, that kind of thing, is trine Venus. And so you love love, and you love loving on others, and you can be very sociable, and you hate conflict. Accurate. Yeah. And (laughs) you also have, so your Venus, your Venus is the only planet that you have in your 11th house, but it is doing things with other planets. Um, so it's in a sextile with your midheaven, which makes you a very natural networker, very good combo starter. You're good at the initiation and your Venus is also in a sextile to your North node, And so this is where a little bit of the shadow can come out because you could possibly be a little overreactive or impatient. And this placement, this relationship is kind of like a, a journey of, validating yourself by your own standards instead of what other people think of you or their validation Mm. (laughs) and then all of these planets are in a cradle so your moon your north node your midheaven and your venus are all in a cradle which is a very supportive container and there's like a, a harmonious flow of energy between those planets so it's like it's usually fairly easy for you to make friends and to have like good friendships basically like you feel a flow of love it's a good energy like yeah
1: i'd say Mm -hmm. that's pretty accurate i charge a lot of my emotions into my friendships which Mm -hmm. i feel like is why i tend to have longer friendships um like, I don't have just, like, I'm not very good at casual friends. I was talking to Chris about yeah. this the other day, too. I was, like, I'm just not good. Like, unless you're, like, in it for the long haul, like, I'm not good at mm-hmm. that, like, casual friendship thing. Like,
0: yeah. I just can't keep up with it. <laughs> yeah. Because you you invest so much of your heart into it. Yeah. And whereas, like, I also really like stability and, like, long-term friends. But that comes from my, like, Taurus needing that foundation Mm-hmm. Plus, I don't have the energy to go out and do that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> um, so if you need help, reach out to me. I'm happy to help you try and figure out your friendship chart. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you look to the zodiac sign of the 11th house and what planets you have in that house and how those planets are interacting with other planets This is getting very complicated astrology, but it's a good, I feel like it's a good indication of understanding, like, how to be a better friend Mm -hmm. and how to get the most out of your friendships.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's the most important part. Like, as an adult, when you're entering into any relationship, including friendships, um understanding your reactions to things or why things are perceived certain ways by other people or how how you interpret other things I think that's the most important part Mm -hmm. of navigating a friendship or making it last longer or you know like that's your work to invest is to figure out your end of that Mm -hmm. um along the journey so um do you want to plug that website again that we used to get our charts in case people yeah, forget.
0: Let me... Yeah. So if you're wanting to pull up your birth chart, I recommend using astro-charts.com. Um, it's a really like just beautifully presented and they have a lot of good information. They also have a blog that will explain a lot of different aspects about it. And you can purchase, I think it's like 25 bucks or something. You can purchase like a really one of my favorite, I think, um, like compilation of your birth chart interpreted for you. Like it's really, really well That's done. An easy read. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so astro-charts.com would be a really good place to look at your birth chart.
1: And we are not sponsored, but we'll And we are not know, sponsored. Like, this is a free plug, but uh, if you want to contact us, my phone number is. <laughs> Uh, too funny that's it friendships Friendship are hard Figure invest
0: <laughs> be open
1: be open make a move yes make a move be, be bold be bold because be bold and be your best at the end of the day <laughs> everybody wants a friend mm-hmm. you know like you. i yeah like, everybody wants another friend or a friend or whatever. So, like, mm-hmm. don't ever
0: think that they don't.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel like we're, right. all,
0: we're all in the same boat. Like, we're yeah. all sitting behind our phones, feeling lonely, wishing that the friends that we had would reach out or that we would be able to make new friends or something. Yeah. Someone would, like, read our mind, know we're lonely and reach out to us. So, like... Just do yeah. it. You and do don't,
1: it. Don't let social media like fool you, you know, mm-hmm. everybody shows all their fun things, but like they all still need friends too. So yeah, Cheyenne's right. Make friends with those people that you love on social media that you never talk to because you're too scared.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually though. <that> was... <laughs> um, all right. I think that's it. That is, yeah, that's all she wrote. Um, all right, next week we are going to have a really I'm excited i'm I'm really excited. um we're gonna be talking about purpose, soul purpose in this lifetime um, how to find it, what it might feel like. We're gonna talk a little bit about our journeys finding our purpose, aligning with that, or maybe falling out of alignment with that. Um, and I think it's gonna be a really beautiful conversation um so i invite you all to join us next week <laughs> and in the meantime check out our instagram sisterhood rising we post throughout the week there and you can you can uh, talk to us in our tms you can reach out to us you we'll can, be your yeah, we'll friend <laughs> <laughs> um and i think that's it folks so until next week remember that We love love you. you.